Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Belladora's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, this is Chip Foose, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Rock on. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Welcome to the Magical Mystery Hour here, live at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, run your computers in Google, TanTalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, go to our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports, and check out, no, visit our, or no, 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 better yet, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did I say it right, Bobby? Yeah, and now you can even follow us on LinkedIn. We're an official company now. We're an official company on LinkedIn. I'll be darned. Hey, and don't forget to check out the new live available both on Apple and Android. Android Speed Culture, the Speed Culture app. If you want to know where the car shows are, you got to go to Speed Culture. If you want to listen to our show, you can find it on Speed Culture. If you want to find out about what's going on in the car world, whether you're listening to or reading up on any of the <laughs> audio, <laughs> any of the blogs, whether you're listening to reading to, here I go, tripping as usual. Uh, what do we got? We got Dupont on there. We've got uh, Hemmings on there. We've got Sports Car Market. Tom, we got Tom, Dave. 
<laughs> we got all kinds of good stuff. Hey, by the way, we got an open show tonight because it's just me and Bobby sitting here in the studio. We don't know who's going to call in. Anybody could because we rattled a whole bunch of cages. So, hey, if you want to give us a call here at the studio, the number is 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. What's the 1-800 number? And toll free anywhere around the world, 866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. And we are streamed live around the globe, right, Bobby? Is it my speaker or what's going on? Because somehow I hear a lot of static. So I can't tell. We okay? I hear everything. You hear fine? Crystal clear here. I might have to, uh, we might have to go to uh, play some groovy psychedelic music. Are you hooked up to another planet here or something? I don't know, but something's wrong. Now it seems okay. I mean, do I sound okay? Yeah, you do. Let's do a radio check. Check one, check two, check, check, check. I say that big talk's worth doodly squat. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, yeah, you know what? This is the first time I've had a chance actually to kind of relax and sit in the studio here because I've been on the road like crazy. I mean, in April, no, April, in August, I was in Monterey. In September, I was in Monterey. In October, I was at COTA, which was uh, the Formula One races in Austin, Texas. In November, I was at SEMA. Last weekend, I was on the road at Daytona, Lakeland, and Winter Park, so... I guess uh, it's about time I sit down for a second and just kind of fill you guys in as to what's been going on for the last uh, two, three months, because we've had some pretty amazing events. And uh, anyhow, yeah, let's see. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to give you but guys. But at any rate. But any rate. Okay. But anyway, um, I want to give you guys a recap. You know what? This microphone is driving me up a wall. It's like it's got static. It's like it's, it's, I don't know. But anyway, um, let's go back to uh, Rensport. Rensport was at uh, the Porsche deal. At Monterey, and uh, what rotate it, spin it, do something, switch them. Mike, is there another one there on that? Yeah, there's thing? another mic, but I mean, this was, but that's what that's what I just switched. That was cutting in and out too. Oh. So, so I don't know. Uh, you know, if I play with this button, you can still hear me, but I can't hear you. So maybe I'll try the other one. Nope. Now I got nothing. Okay, uh, let's try this one down here. Nope, same thing. Well, anyway, I'll give it my best shot. So I got what? Matter of fact, one of my ears is clogged anyway. So what difference does it make? You know, you're not talented. You're not funny. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Lee. Um, but at any rate, <laughs> keep them coming, Bob. You're doing real good. So uh, the Formula One race. Oh yeah, you know what? I forgot to tell you the story. I forgot to tell you finish the story of what happened to me while I was at Coda. And it was- yeah, well, just about. Something almost as bad. Do we have any glass shattering, Bobby? I thought we need, we need glass shattering. What happened was the Formula One, it was a really, really rainy weekend, okay? So even though I walked around quite a bit in the infield and all over the place, and I went up on the Sky Tower and everything like that, pretty amazing deal. That thing's like 225, 230 feet. And uh, you get some amazing footage if you're into photography and stuff from up there. Plus, it's got a glass floor, so you can actually see the cars. If you look down, you can see them running around the racetrack below you. And uh, so there was some testing going on. Some of the support races didn't take place. But they tried. They gave it their best effort. And uh, But on Sunday, finally, Sunday, you know, like around noon, it dried up enough that the F1 cars with uh, rain tires could actually run out there and race. And... Uh, I have been to all kinds of races, and I think uh, I've mentioned this before. I've been to GT races. I've been to Indy races. I've been to vintage races. I've even done some racing myself. This is basically club racing and things of that nature, and a little vintage racing as well. But I've never seen anything as sophisticated as F1. I mean, that really takes the cake. It's extremely expensive, 
and uh, but it's uh, it's uh, pretty sophisticated. In fact, normally, you know, if you have pit passes or paddock passes or press credentials and stuff, generally you can get into you know most most areas, with the exception of they might not let you in the pit area you know while the race is going on because you have to have fire suits on and all that other kind of stuff. And it's pretty chaotic in there, you know, because they're trying to get the cars in and out. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen a pit team switch tires as fast as I had the F1 team. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, it was seconds, okay? They just whipped right in. That's all you heard. Tires down, gone. You know, it was incredible. But um, the the they're very secretive about that. So with a little bit of luck and a little bit of because I speak German, I was able to weasel into a couple of uh, paddock areas because they got them basically fenced off. I mean, literally, they got canopies all the way around and you can't see anything, right? And uh, so unless you have the appropriate media credentials, photography credentials, or you're somebody of importance, there's no way to get in. So I was able to bluff my way in and out of the, some of the some of the paddocks and uh, pretty sophisticated stuff, I must admit. But at any rate, so here we are. We're the race is going on. It's uh, down to Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel and um, Nico Rosberg and I think one other person. Okay, so we got three laps to go, and I want I'm in the media room, which is about twenty five thousand square feet. There's probably four or five hundred people, you know, international media people in there. Uh, three huge screens on the walls. Okay, so I grab my gear, I run out the door, I'm going through the lobby, and they had these really nice, clean, clear glass windows and doors that you have to walk through. But for some reason, I wasn't really paying attention. I slammed into that door so hard, okay? (laughs) Pretty much like that, yeah. And the only thing you heard was, I literally, I heard my skin tear. Okay, now if you've ever slammed your head into something really, really sharp, your skin tends to rip and tear, and you can hear that little rip. So literally my nose ripped, okay, right at the bridge. And, I mean, I literally slammed every. And what, what the most embarrassing thing was is that all these people are all lined up to go out, you know, the media people all go out to cover the end of the race, right? There's three laps to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding my nose, and I'm dripping in blood, but I'm leaning over far enough that I'm not covering myself in blood. So I run out the door, and I kind of act as if nothing happened. Meanwhile, people, I'm sure so, I'm sure somebody videotaped it, okay, because that thing rattled. I mean, the building rattled, the wall rattled. It was pretty embarrassing, I must admit. So a guy runs after me, and he goes, oh, you uh, dropped your lens, and because I, ham- I, I wear reading glasses and, uh, and, and night-driving glasses. And Where I- are you people? On dope? Yeah, <laughs> and I broke my glasses. I didn't even realize it. But what I did is I went to the first restroom down there, and when I saw that I was bleeding like a stuck pig, uh, it was pretty embarrassing. So I got out there. I put a, na- a napkin on my thing. I ran down. I was trying to get up to the pit area, and I said, man, I'm still bleeding, so maybe I can get this thing to stop real quick if I keep putting towels on it. So I went to the next restroom, and I repeated the process. But I was dripping like a in the sink pretty bad, and this guy walks up. He says, you know, your nose looks pretty bad. You might want to go to the medic medical department. And I go, where is it? He says, it's up at the other end of the uh, paddock area and it's uh, where the helicopters is. So I walked in there and I'm holding my nose and it's bleeding like everything, you know. And the guy walks up and he goes, oh, let me take a look at that real quick. Oh yeah, you're going to need stitches. And I go, man, stitches? He goes, yeah, you're going to need a couple of them. And I said, I can't afford to have stitches. I got to go do some interviews. And the guy goes, no, you're going to have to have stitches. So they took, took me in the back room. I'm still bleeding. I'm covering, you know, I'm switching towels and they're putting all this stuff on me. Finally, there's one guy... 
<laughs> this one guy walks in there and he goes, or one doctor, young doctor, he goes, well, okay, you know, it looks like the blood's kind of, you know, you stop bleeding, it's coagulating or whatever they call it. And uh, the guy says, well, what we can do is we can, we can glue it. And I go, glue it? He says, yeah. And he says, I have this little tube, it's about 300 bucks, but, uh, you know, if we had some $5 super glue, you could glue your nose back together. And I go, really, you're kidding me, you're joking. I said, isn't that toxic? He goes, no, it'll work. So basically, my nose done bleeding at this point in time. And what he does is he takes his tube or whatever it is, and he starts packing it on the bridge of my nose, okay? Now, my glasses are broken, and what they did, they were, bless their little souls, they took my glasses, and they literally took scotch tape, and they started taping my glasses back together. Now, keep in mind, I my whole plan was to interview Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, Nico Hulkenberg, and uh, Sebastian Vettel, okay? Those are... The four top drivers for Formula One, right? Mercedes and um, and Ferrari, right? And the last thing I need to do is look like a geek with a busted nose, you know, because that's, you know, I mean, you don't want to come right out and say, oh, I apologize for my appearance because uh, I just slammed on a wall at 900 miles an hour going as fast as you guys are when an F1 car. No, I uh, didn't have my head on straight and I slammed into the wall because I thought I thought the door was open I really did because I mean I had my arms out and everything just kind of like shock absorbers just like yeah that was it anyway so long and short of it I was able to meet with uh, Lewis Hamilton I was able to meet with uh, Nico Rosberg I was able to meet with uh, Nico Hulkenberg okay and believe me, I got some strange looks. And my main objective was to do basically a meet and greet and then eventually, you know, tie in with their media people and then eventually have them on the radio show. Because I really wasn't in any condition nor the proper mood to do a long-term interview. Besides, I really did look like a wreck. You know, I looked like the car that crashed earlier in the afternoon. But anyway, so that's what happened to me at CODA. And uh, I won't bore you with the rest of the details, but Coda was an amazing event. If you ever get a chance to go out there during the Formula One race, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. The uh, following two weeks, I think the next thing that was on our schedule was SEMA. Now, SEMA, you hear me talking about SEMA all the time. It's probably my number one favorite event because anybody and everybody that is who's who in the automotive industry will be at SEMA. SEMA is just... uh, uh, incredible. I think we have some interviews because while we were there, we got a chance to hook up with the people from Velocity. So we talked to Chip Foos, and uh, obviously we saw the guys from Gas Monkey. We saw Aaron and we saw uh, Richard. We didn't get to talk to Richard. But he was busy with some other people. But what they did basically, they staged these. They set us up so that the media people could basically uh, interview the uh, the the personalities from the TV shows. And it was just before they do the one-hour presentation, which is called Velocity Live, where basically it's almost like a talk show. And uh, the, the audience is sitting there. It's almost like, you know, if you watch the late night show with uh, back in the good old days with Johnny Carson or with Jay Leno, and then they would bring a guest out and they do like a you know, three, four minute interview. <laughs> and then they, uh, uh, they would, you know, go to the next guest. So, but anyway, so. Oh, shut up. Yeah, so we were, we were able to sit downstairs and uh, we were, um, because time was of the essence, okay, because there was a bunch of people down there media people, we only got to interview maybe, a, uh, we had to pick and choose like between two or three people. And we were fortunate enough we got two people. So we basically interviewed uh, Chrissy Lee from All Girls Garage, which is a show that's filmed right here in uh, Brandon, Florida. And uh, we got a chance to uh, sit down with Chip Foose. So what we're going to do is we're going to play, which clip we got queued up first, Bobby? Well, uh, we can start off with Christy Lee if we'd like to. Let's start out with Christy Lee. And we can Lee. go into a break and come back and and, and, do, uh, and do another one if we sure, want to. Sure, sure, absolutely. Right, let's 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 try this out. Here's a interview that we did with Christy Lee from All Girls Garage. And she's a sweet kid. 
And uh, she knows her car stuff. She's actually from Daytona, Florida. So, uh, like I said, it's only five minutes, so it's an intro thing. But we're going to have her on the show later. So, uh, hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Here's our interview from uh, Velocity, pre-Velocity Live at SEMA. 2015. Live at Velocity Live panel with the lovely and talented and beautiful Christy Lee from All Girls Garage. Thank you so much. The check's in the mail for all those compliments. I appreciate it. Check's <laughs> <laughs> in the mail. Okay. Well, tell us a little about the All Girls Radio, or All, All Girls Garage, right? It's based out of, yep. it's filmed out actually out of Tampa, Florida, and we're based out of Tampa, yes. Florida. Yes. Well, technically it's filmed out of Nowheresville, USA, but we oh. do happen to shoot the show in Tampa, but you didn't hear that from me. And uh, it's myself and two other female co-hosts, and it's basically an automotive how-to show, and we do a little bit of everything. Um, we do restoration projects, we do, um, you know, fabrications, we do repairs, uh, everything, mod work, whatever it is on any type of car, we've done all kinds of different projects. So it's a really cool show, it's very informative, and, uh, you know, it's got three intelligent women uh, taking care of business. In the cars, my might add. Right? Yes, yeah, three girls that love cars. Can't beat it, right? That's it. Now, Chrissy, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get involved in cars, and your, where did your passion from cars start? Well, I'm actually originally from Daytona Beach, Florida, so uh, we're all in the uh, Central Floridian area. And, uh, you know, bikes and cars have a pretty big influence in Daytona, so that and racing mixed in there, uh, as well as my dad, who was a shop owner and mechanic himself and also a motorcycle instructor. Um, at, out in Daytona, you know, it kind of had a big presence in my life. So cars and motorcycles were, you know, a really big part of my upbringing, and that kind of carried into uh, into my life later on. And here I am hosting a show and talking about cars and motorcycles all all the darn time. <laughs> did you have to audition for uh, All Girls Garage originally? Uh, I did audition. Yes. Uh, oddly enough, I happened to be working for Chrysler at the time, and I was working at the Rhode Island uh, Auto Show. And ran into someone there, you know, gave me the card, that whole thing, the spiel. We've heard it a thousand times before. Ended up six months later down in uh, Tampa doing an audition. And then a few months after that, got cast uh, on the show with two other amazing women. And here I am. A couple years later, we're moving into season five. We'll start filming in a few weeks here. And, you know, new episodes will air in the next couple of months. Excellent. Now, how much input do you get to contribute to the show? Uh, we don't have any scripting whatsoever. Um, if anyone's watched the show before, uh, you'll know that a lot of what we do is um, based on product integration. So we'll say have a, you know, in a new intake or maybe a new exhaust system that we're installing in, in whatever car it is or whatever project it is, and we'll you know feature that product. We'll talk about it. We'll provide features and benefits based on what you know the client or the uh, you know different product provides to us. But that's really the only type of verbiage that we have. Everything else is based off of our knowledge, our skill sets, and our personalities. And, you know, it kind of brings a lot to the show, for sure. So with that being said, we do get a little bit of flexibility as to, you know, what we talk about, what we work on, and, and sometimes the direction of which the projects go even. So it's, it's uh, you know, the show's not all based about us and our personalities. It's all based about how-to automotive, but we interject a lot of that in the show, for sure. Excellent. Now, the fact is your dad had a shop, and you're based out of Florida, and you've been around cars for probably most of your life. Do you think that that has a lot of, uh, let's say, um, makes the job, makes the, the, the show more interesting for you, because you can kind of relate to it and identify with it a little bit more? Oh, of course. Of course. You know, and, and myself and the two other girls, you know, we pretty much eat, sleep, and breathe cars. And, uh, you know, it's a big part of our lives in and in the show, off offset, um, in every way, shape, or form. So, yeah, definitely... Um, you know, the background I've had in automotive from my dad has a huge influence on what I do now and, you know, kind of being able to add that little extra to the show a few years later. <laughs> Excellent. Now, are you kind of into vintage cars? Are you into contemporary cars, sports cars? Um, 
what are your interests? Definitely mostly into sports cars, I'd say, personally. And, um, you know, most of my background actually comes from the two-wheel world. So my background comes from motorcycles more than anything. Um, so All Girls has been a really great, great platform for me, not only because I'm getting to, you know, showcase my love and interest and passion for the automotive world, um, but also, uh, you know, a great learning experience for me. Obviously, bikes and cars aren't that far drawn, far drawn from each other, but they're pretty different so you know anything related to chassis or suspension work that we've done on the all-girl show has been the biggest learning curve for me because that's the biggest difference between four wheels and two wheels um, we have done a few two-wheel projects as well um, but you know that's probably one of my favorite things about the show is that we get to do a little bit of everything and that's that's my strong point for sure Interesting. Now, as far as bikes, what, are you into street bikes? Are you into dirt bikes? What kind of bikes are you into? Definitely into sport bikes. Um, I've been riding for about 13 years, and um, you know, I only ride on the track as well. Um, I do some street riding, and I've been getting into more street riding again, but most of it's on the track. Um, dabbling a little bit in racing and whatnot. So, yeah, sport bikes definitely my thing. <laughs> super, super. Now, what are your aspirations? Where do you want to go from here? What's your next? What's the next thing for Christy Lee? Um, well, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, anything in and around the uh, four-wheel and two-wheel world makes me very happy and meeting great people like yourselves and uh, getting to talk to great fans like the listeners you've got back at home and just, you know, traveling the country and seeing uh, amazing sights and sounds. Excellent. Well, Chrissy, I want to thank you very much for hanging out with us, Jeff and myself here on uh, Speed Culture Radio. And I will look forward to seeing you in the future and wish you the best of luck on your TV show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, we're back. And that was an interview with Christy Lee from... Uh, all Girls Garage. All Girls Garage. My, my, I tell you what, beep, 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 my, my thing went blank. Now, if you notice at the end of the show, we, we, here's what we did. Because Jeffy and I are going to do a new radio show after the first of the year. I see the phone's lighting up here. Um, I did say we could. You, anybody could call in because if you want to talk about cars, uh, not your 78 Omni with mag wheels or your, um, your uh, whatever the heck they came out with back in the 80s, some silly little car like that. But if you've got some real serious car stories, we don't mind. But um, at any rate, uh, we uh, are going to be coming up with a new radio show after the first year. It's going to be called Speed Culture Radio. Now, unlike Nostalgic Radio and Cars, which is basically uh, the show that you've been listening to for the last five and a half years, which will continue, you know, I have my loyal fans out there, where we do 30-minute interviews, we play some 60s, 70s music, and, you know, I jibber-jabber a little bit. This one's going to be more of a... Uh, um, uh, a kind of a call-in show, talking about cars, talking about events, um, product uh, information type show, uh, maybe some how-to stuff, some uh, DIYs. Is that the word? DIY, do it. Your, oh, DIY, do it yourself. And uh, Bobby, who's Blubber Lava? Well, that was just Alan coming, calling to say we are uh, doing a fine job down here. <laughs> We're doing a fine job goofing up, but he didn't want to put his two cents in? And uh, something about your excursion we'll go into later. <laughs> oh, something about my excursion? You know, my excursion is broken right at the moment, and it's kind of a sad story because I was on my way to a swap meet one morning at uh, 5 a.m., and it decided to just quit. And, uh, hey, we have that little clip where it kind of goes, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you got that handy? But anyway, so and to this day, I just have, I've been on the road so much and then humping during the weeks that I just have not had time to sit there and uh, I messed with it. And Alan came over a few times, and he tried to get it running. And, you know, he's more of a—I'm kind of a tinkerer. I'm not a mechanic. I mean, I understand a lot of the stuff. But when it comes to electronics, I'm totally lost. I'm out in left field. Um, that's just not my thing. I mean, it's one thing if you're messing with a carburetor, hanging a clutch, and doing some—you know, rebuilding a motor even is not that complicated. You know, it's just a, there's a, it's a step-by-step process, process. But when you're troubleshooting, okay, and that's where it takes somebody who's got a little bit— uh, 
more um, expertise than what I have. And uh, uh, how do they say it's above my pay grade? Yeah, that's it. it that's exactly what my truck's doing. And that's... <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> that uh, that's my, my, my mighty excursion. So in the meantime, I've been rolling around in the rollback. And, uh, you know, at five miles a gallon, that thing's been eating me out of house and home. But anyway, uh, so that was our little uh, our little interview with her. We also have another one with Chip Foose, which we'll play in a second. Bobby, do we have a commercial break we got to go to? You want to go to a song? Hey, let's play some psychedelic music. Yeah. Since, we're, since we're into the Magical Mystery Tour, the Magical Mystery Show... Uh, now, our, our new company is going to be called... We're, we're debating on names. In fact, we might have you call in and just tell us what you think. But we were thinking about uh, Fly by the Seat of My Pants Media Group or uh, Wing It Media Group, one of the two. Because the other names that we have are all pretty well taken care of. So this is uh, a little <laughs> ten years after. What's the name of this song? This is Spoonful. Call in with your Spoon- naming opinion. <laughs> 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340. Yeah, hey, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio Cars. we got a little uh, ten years after for you. A little spoonful of sugar here. Or spoonful. Yes. 
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey guys, this is Steve Darnell from Vegas Rat Rods and Welder Up. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Keep listening. Hey, we're back and you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and that was Steve Darnell from Welder Up. Let me tell you something. When we were in SEMA, uh, we were, I was taking Jeffy around to uh, show him some of the places like, uh, you know, where Rick Dale's place is, American Restoration, Pawn Stars, and Danny Cooker's. But as we were whipping around the corner, they were off industrial, uh, we saw this tiny little sign in the corner, and this tiny little sign said, uh, Welder Up. And I thought, well, that's weird. So Jeff said something to me about, hey, there was a sign there that said Welder Up. And it was kind of like uh, down some alleyway. So me, in my infamous way of driving like uh, a madman when I'm out of town sometimes, because nobody knows me in a strange town, uh, I made a U-turn right in the middle of the street. Now, we're in this pine-sized little Ford Focus. I think that's what it was, Ford Focus or something like that. So we whipped up, and we went inside there. And as we went, drove down the alley, we kind of rolled up there. And if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see some pictures of, uh, of, of Steve Darnell's shop and uh, – in fact, I think we got Jeff, Jeff, Icy, or Ice Ice, Jeffy on the phone. Bobby, we got Jeffy on the phone? Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. I rock a mic like a vandal, light up a stage and watch a chump like a kid. Souped up tempo, I'm on a roll, it's time to go solo. Rolling in my 5.0, put my rag top down so my hair can blow. The girl is on standby, waiting just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove, I kept on, pursuing to the next stop. I bust a left and I'm heading to the next block. The block was dead, yo, so I continue to A1A. Let's kick it. Hang on a second here. I think we got our our, our co-star here with us. And uh, Jeffy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Hey, thanks for calling in. By the way, I was just starting to tell a story about when we uh, when I made that U-turn and freaked you out in the middle of industrial there over in Vegas over when you saw that little, little sign there for a welder up. Tell everybody about what you thought, what you took away when we went to, to the uh, welder up uh, shop over there in Las Vegas during SEMA week. Well, uh, well I mean, it's very, very uh, cool. Kind of a really cool place. Somebody has spent a lot of time setting that up. Um, you know, if you see his, 
show on TV, which I watched, you know, last night, um, you know, they, they, they spent a lot of time setting that little showroom up. Somebody knew that people were going to come there. So, um, but I mean, Welder up the guy, the guy, um, there, I think his name is Dave. Um, even I think Steve, um, Steve, anyway, Steve Darnell's his name. Steve, Steve Darnell. I'm not bad. So I'm playing with that angry car guy. And, you know, right now, but, um, anyway. <laughs> you're not supposed to reveal that. That's a special guest. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, the special guest. The uh, angry anyway. car guy's calling in! <laughs> anyway, Steve was just, I mean, literally a blip of, of the people that we saw there that were just even hanging around the bar in the, in the um, you know, in the lobby of the hotel. So I do remember you saying, you know, you got to stay at the uh, Westgate now called the Westgate, used to be LBH, um, you know. Yeah, the so, former home of Elvis Presley when he used to hang out in Las Vegas, and and where they filmed the movie Diamonds Are Forever. I mean, if you remember right, um, you know Steve was there, and then the Slick, Slick, we we ran in, you know, ran into Slick, and then you know all the all the big names. I mean, you just you just hang out there, and uh, all the people you see on TV are, were there, just walking through the hallways of 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 you know things. Just afterwards, you know, I ran into a guy. Uh, that does a series of uh, videos on YouTube near the elevator, and then of course you know we went up the elevator with the Kendiga guys and and hung out. Yeah, we were up there on the top floor in the penthouse, and they had the Special Velocity live deal, which uh, they basically that was a kind of exclusive thing. But we went over to the other and crashed the other party. Basically, it was going. On. I don't even remember the name of the company, but we we ate pretty well while we were upstairs, weren't we? <laughs> Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, prime rib, we had hors d'oeuvres, and uh, the only thing they didn't have this year was desserts. But um, but anyway, the the Welder Up shop, it was pretty cool because he basically set it up like giant dioramas. It was pretty cool. If you get a chance, I think you can go, obviously, to my Facebook page and Speed Culture. In fact, I don't you think it's time for the Speed Culture App Minute? Jeff, why don't you tell us about what's going on? Uh, uh, okay, well, uh, this weekend we have at least 30 different shows in the area um, that are on the website, just literally uh, for this weekend. So we have nine, over 900 shows now listed on Speed Culture app, with you know, literally more being added every day. And, uh, and so we just are going to, tomorrow we're going to be posting a, a video on the, um, and you remember the, the Lincoln guy. We did periscoping, too, while we were at SEMA. Yeah. Some of you did catch that. It's a really cool little thing, broadcasting live, you know, right there from SEMA. Um, I think a lot of people were doing it, but our first one was uh, the guy from, he has a sick custom, his name is Scott, um, and uh, half million dollar Lincoln, Lincoln Mark II, the 54 or something like that, but... And he was at the, the kicker, booth. He was, kicker booth, yeah, kicker speaker booth. In fact, it was funny it was because I don't even know anything about that kind of stuff. Jeff goes, hey, let's go check out the kicker booth. And I go, what's a kicker? He says, you don't know what a kicker is? He goes, it's speakers. And I said, well, I know about Bose. What's the other one that's out there that I that I kind of – and you said those are basically <laughs> – those are cut-rate speakers. He says, no, kicker kicks butt, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, the other thing, too, that really was really cool was you know, there was a lot, we got a lot of really good feedback from a lot of different companies out there on the app, and uh, people really loved it, including, you remember, the vice president of SEMA um, when we were talking to the TV station, so hopefully we, we can get a, something going on that. 
Well, I mentioned earlier that we're going to be doing the Speed Culture Radio show because we played that little clip from uh, with uh, Christy Lee. Remember when you and I were downstairs there in the uh, in yeah. the green room, yeah. which wasn't green; it was red or burgundy or whatever right. it was. Yeah, and everybody was in there, like the Wheeler Dealer guy, yeah, Wayne Carini, yeah, Craig Jackson down there, and, uh, the, and you had all the hosts of the overhaul in. And I think we I'm trying to remember who else. Oh, Chris and, Jacobs uh, there, Fast and Loud. The fashion wild guys were there too, so um, I mean everybody was there, it and of course Chip Foose. That, yeah, and, and Chip Foose, he was he was smaller than I, than I thought he would be. You know, you see everybody seems that way when you meet them in person. You know, they, they're always shorter, or just you know a little different. Different. I think being at pounds or as you know. All right, so what's the main thing we got to go to this weekend on the Speed Culture app? So we got to go to Cars and Coffee, DuPont Cars and Coffee. And we can't forget DuPont now. Tom DuPont is our good buddy now and our new bestest friend, you know, the DuPont Registry. So the Cars and Coffee is this Saturday. starts at 6. It's officially at 7 to 9, but you better get there at 6. And then right afterwards, everybody goes to the Dimmit after party. So for more food and drink, well, basically snacks and coffee. And then what else is going on this weekend? Oh, yeah, I wa- don't let me forget that tomorrow night, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, is uh, Friday, Saturday, is the Kino Brothers. Uh, they're doing their first auction, and it's called Rolling Sculpture. So uh, be sure and check that out. In fact, with a little luck, both Leslie and Lee might be calling in in a few minutes. So, Jeff, stick around okay. for that. They'll well, be a good show. Well, you know, a couple other things. You got uh, Toys for Tots charity car show, um, charity uh, show up on, in North Tampa. Um uh, put on by some uh, guys called the Street Assassins. And then you have um, some stuff. Uh, you have the Fix Fest. Um, that is a Audi, Audi, you know, some a German car thing down in Bradenton at the Bradenton Motorsports Park. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah how about that? You know, we're going to be going to that. What we do on the website, just so everybody knows, we do on our, on our homepage, we, we have a thing that tells people where we're going to be and then that way we're going to take some pictures and we're going to post them on the on the website and our Facebook page, which has now over uh, two thousand two thousand likes on that uh, on our on our Facebook page. So, um, you know, uh, that's pretty good for there. six weeks. We're doing real good. Two thousand likes. In fact, now you can follow Team Speed Culture, right, Jeff? Yeah, exactly. You can. Uh, we, have, we have we're doing pretty good on on social media. Um, let's see what else is going on. A lot of stuff. In different areas um, of the country, I mean, you've got good guys show up in California, and, and you know, don't think that you know everything is just Florida-based. Even though we're here in Florida, we, you know, it is it is a national thing. So if you're going somewhere um, in the country, you know, you, and you want to check out some car stuff, just pull out the app, and and it'll tell you what's happening in your area. We actually import shows. We uh, you know, uh, take we curate what I call curate shows from uh, social media and stuff, and bring them into the app. Now, Jeff, t- go ahead. Well, and everything's on the website, too, so you can go through, a, like, a calendar and, and all that right on your computer if you don't want to open the app for some reason. Well, the the the, the, the app is called Speed Culture, like I said. Speed avail- Culture. Speed Culture is available on Android and Apple, and the website is called speedcultureapp.com, right, Jeff? That's correct. Okay, That's now, correct. this past weekend, you and I had some fun, too. So, uh, Friday, I went to the Daytona's 24-Hour Classics, which was the vintage races, with our good friends at HSR, Historic Sports Car Racing. And then Saturday, you and I went over to uh, the Fun and Sun, um, I guess it's Festival Park or whatever it is, it's, for the Carlisle uh, events. Yeah, Sun and Fun, and the bandit, uh, Burt Reynolds was there. Yeah, Burt Reynolds was there. You know, you know he's, he's getting up there, but, you know, he, 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 you know he, was, he was pretty good. I mean, he had too big of a crowd for us, so, you know, usually... 
you know, I think I think we got I think I got personally a little spoiled with all the other events we've been to this year, and and you know you get up close with everybody. So you know, standing in the line, forget that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah. we were. We weren't standing in line, but he was there, and it was pretty cool. Um, they, you know, they sold some cars there, and and they, and they had a lot of, lot of, lot of cars there. Um, there's a lot going on this past weekend, and um, and certainly, you know, this weekend coming up. I think you also have the Turkey Rod Run coming up in another week or so, you know, for the holiday or right after the holiday, and um, and then in Tampa for those of us that you know want a new car, I guess you know they have the Tampa Tampa Auto Show this weekend. The International downtown. Tampa Auto Show, or Tampa International Auto Show. In fact, the same thing is going to take place uh, next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, up in Orlando. It's called the Orlando International uh, Car Show yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and we, and, you know, this isn't, you know, these, these shows, no offense, you know, I mean, I'm, being from Detroit, I mean, it's, it's not the Detroit Auto Show, so <laughs> I don't spend any money to do go to that. This is just my own personal personal opinion, I guess, you know, well, yeah. not the same. And, of course, since, like you said, since we've been going to shows like Monterey and SEMA and Amelia and, and, and stuff like that, it's pretty hard when you got these little local events, even though they're fun and there are a lot of, you know, cool people and cool cars and interesting stuff like that, you, you know, and you don't want to take anything away from those guys either, you know, but the big shows really is where it's at because it's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, but, you know, uh, we, we, we go out to, I enjoy, you know, it, it's really, it's really the, the interaction at the smaller shows that you get. I mean, you don't, you don't really get that at, at the bigger shows. I mean, um, as far as interacting with people that own the cars and stuff like that, um, you know, most of the time they're at lunch or, or whatever, like at Pebble Beach. Or, you know, I mean, it's just a different thing. Um, one thing that I've done that I really actually like is, you know, uh, I know it's not your thing, but, you know, I really enjoy, you know, meet them, which is coming up in a couple months. You know, they're going to sell 3,000 cars over there. Or they hope to anyway. And you know, auctions going auctions just to look around is kind of a neat, a neat little thing because you don't have people, you know, right on you going, "Hey, don't touch my car!" "Hey, don't touch my car!" "Hey, don't touch my car!" So it, it really gives people uh, a way to look around and and check things out. So you talking about the Kissimmee auction? Yeah, the Kissimmee auction. Meekums. I mean, even yeah, Meekums. But I mean, Gooding Gooding was the same way. I mean, you know. Um, you're you're able to look at cars a little bit better, you know, things that you don't see every day. Oh yeah, very. And at, at Meekum, they have everything pretty much. Yep, you pretty much. From a Lamborghini Countach to a Pinto. To yeah, Pinto. I, I didn't think I saw a Pinto, but 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 they might as well fit more there. <laughs> well, now this weekend, uh-huh. this 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 past Sunday too, or this past uh, Friday, Saturday. When was it Saturday? We went to that little car show in the morning. There, we went to uh, that Cars and Coffee. They had a Tampa Bay. Uh, Carding, what's that, what was that called? That little uh, Carson. It's called. Car- it's called, it's called uh, Tampa Grand Prix, and it's in Brandon. Uh, it's north of Brandon. It's kind of hard to, to to find if you're not looking for it because it's off a uh, um, MLK and uh, it's in between 75 and um, and basically four. So if you're looking for something kind of neat to do, and the carts, you know, they aren't kiddie carts. In fact, I don't even think they let kids on the carts. Um, these are like Profes- high powered uh, professional, Pro- like electric. Yeah, they are. And, electric uh, cars and so, we had. A- and, go go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say they give you, you know, if you remember, they give you a, a bag, you know, a new magazine, and uh, and then you know they give you a free go round in the carts or whatever if you show up with your car. So you know, there's a decent amount of uh, about people, and everybody loves the app once we once we you know tell them what it does. 
and and uh, so I mean it's 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 been really good so far. Super, Bobby, you got something queued up on the on the on the thingy there? I do have another song for us. Okay, if you'd like to hear it. Just Jeff, we're gonna play another cool get, song here. You want to stick around? Or you want to call back in a few? Uh, I'll hang out. I'll hang out. Okay. I'll hang out. All right. And we're going to play, let's see, what do we got here? We got a little early journey. journey this, yep. this is back when Neil Schoen and uh, Greg Raleigh, both former uh, band members of Santana, but Greg Raleigh was the lead singer for Santana and co founder of Santana. And then uh, he stepped down for a while. And then uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, the, uh, the promoter there or the manager for Journey got together with uh, Neil Schoen and uh, a couple other guys and they recruited Greg Raleigh to. Uh, play keyboards with his B3 Hammond organ. I think I said it right, B3 Hammond organ. And uh, so you'll see, you'll hear his vocals on there, and you'll hear his uh, keyboard and uh, Neil Schoen's amazing guitar ability. So, hey, you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars Don't Touch That Dial. We've got some early, early Journey, back when Journey was really, really good. Coker from Counting Cars out here in Las Vegas, and I love listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you better listen to them, too. Okay, we're back. You tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and like I said, you just uh, tuned into the real automotive show. By the way, Bobby, what was that? That was Neil, that was um, Journey. What was the name of that song? 
That was uh, hold on a second. Uh, of a lifetime. Of a lifetime. Okay, you know we got we're, we're following. So we got the magical mystery tour thing, and then we did spoonful. You know, spoonful of you know blah blah blah. Yeah. And then and now we have the which was what was the name of this one again? Of a lifetime by a Journey. Lifetime. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're noticing a pa- pattern out there. There's a pattern <laughs> out there. Yeah. So anyway, but um, so yeah, um, Jeff, are you still hanging out there? Is Jeffy still on the line? Yep. Are you there, Jeff? Jeff, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> let me yeah, let me go on uh let me tell you what what I didn't get in I think I covered all the events, but the one thing I didn't get a chance to talk to is on Sunday I went to the uh I was at the Winter Park Concourse. Jeff was supposed to be up there, but unfortunately he had family stuff he had to do. But uh Winter Park was an amazing event and this is the second year that they've actually been on the golf course at the Winter Park Golf which is actually one of the oldest country clubs in uh in the central Florida area. Um, so there's the second year for the uh, Winter Park Concourse in the Golf and Country Club golf course area. And uh, it was pretty amazing. They had 137 cars, and yours truly was invited to be an official, official concourse judge. And I got the judge. What else? Fords. What else? 1955, 56, 57 Thunderbirds, Smallbirds. Obviously, if you're familiar with our logo, the one that's right behind me here with uh, the the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports, <laughs> 57 Thunderbird Gasser, and uh, and then we had a couple of uh, Bullet Birds. Bullet Birds are basically 61, 62, and 63 birds convertibles. Grady, how you doing tonight? It's fine there. Good he, to see he, you over there. Yeah, hey, Bobby, go give him a shout-out. Give him a shout-out for his radio show here. Well, we got the original Gospel Explosion coming on right after Nostalgic Radio and Cars here on the Tantalk Radio Network. Yeah, and get, and uh, Grady plays some good blues music, and he's a musician himself, right, Grady? That he does. That he does. <clears throat> anyway, so Jeff, so uh, you didn't get to make it to, to uh, Winter Park this weekend, this past weekend, but you did get to go to a lot of other stuff. So what do we, what do we, what is on our agenda for this weekend? What do we, what's the absolute <laughs> must besides the Dupont Registry Cars and Coffee? Uh, I don't know that you know. We I usually I usually figure that out on Wednesday. You figure that out on Wednesday. Well, tomorrow now we're going to Sarasota because we're going to check out a couple of things at Sarasota. We're going to go down and check out the golf cart, the golf cart, the go kart track down there in Palmetto. We're going to go check those boys out. We're going to stop by our good friends Martin and them and his son and Nate and everybody down at Vintage Motors. Right, it's called Vintage Motors. Sarasota. And then you got the then you got the tune the tune and test and tune thing for race guys. Yeah, that's tomorrow night, two test and tune. That's Showtime show speed. T- Showtime speed. Right? And then we're going to go to the uh, Sarasota Cafe Racers and hang out there and uh, and uh, demo the app, right? Right. And then, I mean, there's there's just a ton of stuff. There's probably like 50 events in the area. Between now and uh, Sunday. Now and Sunday. That's amazing. we got three minutes left. Wow, three minutes. So, uh, <laughs> well, one thing that we didn't talk about, we did also go to Rick's Restoration, too. Oh, um, yeah, when we were on with, Vegas. With, with, which moved, and it's so funny. Rick was in town here in Tampa um, uh, at the at the football game. No baseball. I remember, we met a baseball, baseball game. Yeah, Giants. Isn't that the Giants? No, the Giants are 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 football team. Oh, is that a football? Yeah, See, so so much I know. Is that is that that little round ball <laughs> that's got perforated little holes in it, dimples? Uh, yeah, that wasn't being played. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. it's it's the oblong ball. That you know, that brown. Oh, you know, that was being played, and it, he had come here for that. Is that oh, called yeah, pigskin? Yeah, but let's go back to Rick's restoration. Okay. Uh, you know, he was creating some diorama things too on the front facade of. He had just moved uh, from his building where he was, where he had the show before, and now, you know, he's got a different. He's in a different space. Yeah, bigger, uh, bigger. Yeah, it actually is bigger. 
Yeah, we got to talk to Ron. We talked to uh, Ron Dale. Matter of fact, I tried to get Ron to come on the radio show, but he was tied up tonight. But uh, we'll get Ron on because he'll tell some uh, he'll tell some good stories about the uh, Rick Restoration Crew and about. Uh, uh, and we also we also talked to the Street Outlaws guys. Oh yeah, that's right. Big Daddy Dave, Big Daddy Dave was there, and all those guys. And who was the yeah, other two guys? We did we did see the, you know Big Chief, and uh, and we also ran into um, uh, we ran into remember the Nova guy. Oh yeah, who thought it was who thought our our happening was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, um, they're very connected with speed society. So, um, but we're speed we culture. Yeah, we went into his his, his the him uh, at Stima. And you know, so we're going to have some of these guys on on our on the show. Both on, yeah, we're going to have them on nostalgic reading car and speed culture. Jeff, I'm just about out of time. I got uh, 49 seconds left, and so I got to right. go. So I'm going to have to let you hang out. But thanks for coming on, and I'll see you tomorrow for sure. And don't forget yep. to check out the Speed Culture app available on Apple and on Android. Right, Bobby? That's true. It's free. It's, it's free. free. It's free. Hey, if you want to advertise, give us a call too. But that's another number. So check out speedcultureapp.com. Go to the website. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure and check out our radio show every Tuesday evening between 8 and, no, 7 and 8 p.m. Right, Bobby? I got it right. That's uh, right. <laughs> don't forget to check out our website, gulfstreetmotorsports.com, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars for all our podcasts. Don't forget to like us, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and our podcast. And in the meantime, we'll see you at some of the car shows. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you ten dollars if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. To the other side.